I'm Kerry Williams, and welcome to today's Daily Spiritual Startup. You know, weakness is something that we would all like to live without. And that's what our topic is today, is learning to address our weakness, learning to live with our weakness. You see, we try to live good and righteous lives. We try to reject temptation. We try to follow the Bible every day. Yet no matter how hard we try or how much improvement we make, we still ultimately fall in sin. I think this is even more of a frustration for the mature believer. I know in my own life, I'm stronger spiritually than I was at times in the past. But now when I do fall, when I do stumble, when I do make a mistake in what I say or in what I do, it burdens me even more, even though there's far less of that in my life. But the maturity makes it even more grievous to me. It's kind of like when I'm not the best golfer in the world and doesn't bother me at all. But when I play golf with guys who are really good, little mistakes they'll make that I would have been happy to have that shot. But when they hit that shot, man, it's just like their world falls apart and they want to throw their clubs and they're upset. And I'm thinking, who wouldn't love that? But you see the standards different when you've reached a level of maturity. I think it's definitely that way spiritually. When you finally get to the point where you start to overcome and conquer, then those pains, those failures, they weigh even more heavy on you. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 5, when Isaiah sees that throne room of God and the seraphim flying all around it, he says, woe to me, I am ruined. For I'm a man of unclean lips and I live amongst a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. You see, in these moments of despair, it, it can take us over. It seems like no matter how much effort we expend, that we will never be rid of sin completely. And I hate to break it to you, but we won't be ever rid of it completely. We can improve, we can grow, we can live more for Him. But it says in 1 John, if any man says he's without sin, and that's written to believers, mature believers. He said that person's a liar. We can't get rid of it completely. The most discouraging aspect of all of this is that sickeningly feeling that it's absolutely true. The Word tells us that although we might move closer towards perfection, we will never fully achieve it. John makes that perfectly clear. As we mentioned in 1 John 1.8, we say without sin, we deceive ourselves. My source of encouragement when I'm forced to admit my own weakness is the fact that I am in good company. In truth, every great servant of God who ever lived, from Moses to Paul, every one of them struggled with sin. Isaiah was arguably the most righteous man of his day. But when he sees this scene of God, and he deserved to see it more than anybody else that was alive at that time, but when he sees that scene of God with the seraphim flying around the throne, singing, holy, 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 what's his response? Does he feel honored and puffed up with pride? No. Woe is me. I am ruined. I'm a man of unclean lips. I live amongst the people of unclean lips. My eyes have seen the king, the Lord Almighty. He says, I'm broken by this. Because regardless of what righteousness he had in comparison to everybody else, compared to the righteousness of God and what God deserves from us, it doesn't measure up. And it never will. 
in the same way that Moses was broken by his sin and David was broken and Daniel and Paul and I and you, Isaiah was a sinner and our weaknesses are all exposed in the light of his greatness. But the good news is this. It's a grand truth that God still works using the weak for his glory. Immediately following Isaiah's heartbroken confession, God states in the, that he is searching for someone to be his man. And then Isaiah boldly cries out with that one of the best known proclamation statements in Scripture. Isaiah 6, 8, here am I, Lord, send me. And the rest is history. He becomes the great prophet who looks forward to and explains to us the coming Messiah. Now, he still was weak after this day. But God made perfectly clear that even the man of unclean lips who feels he's ruined and lives among a people of unclean lips, that if he's humble before the Lord, the Lord can even use his weakness. Today, as you're praying to the Lord and as you're trying to live for him, you may stumble, you may fall. You may have done that yesterday or the day before. But remember this, if you get up and keep turning your heart back to him, God can use even us weak people because that's the only people he's got to use. Hope you have a great day in the Lord. God bless you. We'll see you next time.